M-I-C-A-H Beats Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist, with your host, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shit. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker want to rap. I can't rap, man. Hold up, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. Man, I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go. Just another day on the couch talking about all the problems of today yeah welcome back to another episode of just therapy it's another beautiful monday evening y'all and it's the motherfucking year in wrap-up yes what's going on miss bbc greetings greetings how are everybody doing today how are you doing today Listen, I'm good. This is the last episode of the year, so I get a little break. Yeah. Tomorrow is the last day of classes, so it's a, it's a break upon break upon break. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited. I need a break. I ain't even gonna lie. I love this shit, but I need a break. <laughs> no, you do need a break. You totally need a break. I, I am excited for today. I'll tell you that it is the year-end wrap-up. But we got a guest. Y'all already know what it is. Bringing back the guests in the building. Oh, so let me bring in the guests and then I'll do all the other stuff. So listen, this is somebody that's already been to the couch with a team of people, right? With the queens, all right? If y'all remember that episode, the queens of the mic. Yes, I talked to her. I was like, I got to bring you back solo so we can get it in. Listen, a legend in the poetry game. I'm, I'm hyped because I was thinking about making her spit something, but it's up to her. I ain't even go force it on her like I did last time. But I tell you this, I'm excited to have welcome to the couch, Miss Concrete Motherfucking Rose in the building. What up, girl? Hey, hi. What's going on? Pretty girl, how are you? You look so pretty. I love your hair. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, come on. Get out of here, co-host. I'm not co-host. <laughs> yeah, I ain't no co-host. But yes, it's a nut. Listen, I know Mondays be a drag. It starts snowing today, but hopefully we oh let you God. in your Monday with some positivity and some laughter. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's time for the therapy session. Always. Concrete, how the fuck you being? You all right? Yeah, I've been all right. How about you? Been chilling. You know, I'm out here, you know, doing my my one two in these streets. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, we got to get it in. Got to get it in the way we get it in, right? Right, and, right. So, I mean, let's jump it off, man. Y'all already know when we got a guest on the show, you already know that first 15, 20 minutes is all about them. So let's get into it. Uh -oh. Listen, you got a lot of stuff going on with the work and 
and the poetry. But I, if if I okay. may, can I focus on the poetry game? Because that's what I'm always yeah for sure. About. That's how I met you a while ago. It's probably been shit fourteen it's been a years. <laughs> Easy it's been a fourteen minute. years. So how did you really get even started in poetry? I know I asked you this before, but like I said, it's all about you tonight. Um, I've been writing since I was a kid. Um, pretty much, you know, journaling haikus and elementary short stories all that good stuff um and then i used to perform in in high school and not in high school but in junior high and stuff a lot and then i moved i'm from california but then when i moved to ohio i moved here in high school and i just always used to just write and stuff and i end up coming upon this guy i can't remember his name but he had a spot that's no longer around he saw me in rolling acres mall out of all mm -hmm. places you know that was a minute ago so he saw me rolling acres yeah he saw me rolling acres mall and he was handing out flyers he was like hey he like do you like poetry i was like yeah like you know what i mean it was just so random I'm like what okay he was like yeah he like you spit and i was like huh like do he know me or something yeah. um and he handed me a flyer was like, you know, come and check out our stuff or whatever. And I went, checked it out. And I was so nervous because I'm like, I ne had never, you know, I was new to Ohio still. Like I, nobody knew me, you know what I'm saying, out here. And I'm like, all right, you know, let me try it or whatever. And I got on the mic, got a lot of feedback. It was cool. And then from then on, I just, you know, I met Ace, like, I think like the next year, like in Ace 2005. Boogie. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Ace Boogie. Uh, twin one and two. <laughs> um, I met Ace Boogie like 05. Um, he was hosting at the Elite in mm -hmm. Akron on the West Side, and I was that right by, my... Not to cut you off, my bad. Was that mm -hmm. by that like Burger King and Taco Bell and McDonald's? Um, it's on Hawkins. Like Hawkins and is V old now, but it was Wooster back in the days. Yeah, it's so across like, from oh yeah, Patty Corner know. from uh. Caddy corner from Raleigh. So Raleigh's over here and it was over yeah. there. Where the okay. plaza was, right? Or the plaza no, is no. now. No, no. Uh Domino's is behind Domino's on Vernon. Oh, it's down. Okay. Yeah. All right. Across from what's that church? Uh it's a church right there. Oh. Okay. I can't think of the you know, I don't some hope. Side, so. Somebody <laughs> hope. <laughs> I'm a heathen. I don't go to church, but <laughs> uh, it's across from that church right there where everybody mm -hmm. go and use the free vacuums and stuff. So okay, it's All now right. yeah, it's mm -hmm. now shut down. Yeah, it's now shut down though. But um, yeah, he was over there. He was hosting, and I got on the mic and uh, I did a piece called "Fuck Love." <laughs> I don't want that shit. And everybody was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> And uh, they was like, wait a minute, who are you? Where did you come from? And I'm just like, you know, I, I just walked in here, like pretty right. much. I just, I literally just walked in here, saw y'all was doing this. And I was like, oh, I got something. And from that point on, I, you know, I didn't have a name at the time. I was just, you know, I, I was Keisha. Um, and then uh, one of my good good buddies, his L Preston Wade, shout out to him. Okay. Um, he heard me spit one day and he was like i got a name for you and i was like huh like okay you know and i because i you know i heard everybody had a name and stuff and i was just comfortable being myself or whatever and right he was like concrete rose and i was like what i was like i like that and you know i was like i like that i like that so i was like how can i make this fit for me and then it just it it literally fit it stuck 
So I've been concrete roads since ever since. That's what's up. That's what's up. But That's yeah, definitely big shout outs to Ace Boogie though. Quiet is kept. My first uh unofficial time on stage was at a Ace Boog room. Um okay. one of one of my dudes that I worked with when I was at uh this factory all side was telling me about this. he was like they got like an open mic man you funny blah 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 and uh you know what I was like man you know what I'll come check it out and it, it was like poetry night and but they he let me get on and crack some jokes and shit and believe it or not motherfuckers was laughing but I still didn't count that as my official top first time on stage but because it was still a couple years later when I actually got on stage but yeah big shout outs to Ace Book man Ace Book be finding a lot of talent in the Akron area. So yeah, he do. Him. That's what's up. So coming from uh, Cali to Akron, how how big of a culture shock was that? Man, it was like somebody dropped me in the middle of the cornfields. <laughs> 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 like it, I cried for like the first three years that I was here because every day I cried every day for three years. I was I was sick every time I seen something. I was like. Ah! I cried. I was like, they only got one mall. The mall only got one level. I'm so used to having several malls. And, you know, our malls got like three, four, five floors. Like, um, I, I was shocked. I'm like, the mall only got one level. I cried about that. And then Rolling Acres had two levels. And I was like, okay, Rolling Acres got two levels. But then they tore Rolling Acres down. I was like, the malls don't even <laughs> got no movie theaters. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. The high schools didn't have pools. Our high schools almost every high school had pools okay you know firestone was the only high school that had a pool it was just it was a culture shock it was small you could, i literally saw the whole city in like hours like you can go from one side of town to the next side of town in 20 minutes like, that was minutes. unheard of <laughs> yep. yeah yeah like in 20 minutes that was crazy and then everybody knew everybody they've been going to school with each other since elementary like that was wild to me um and then I was, you know, I was the eyeball and they knew I was the eyeball. And they was like, well, we don't know you. We ain't never seen you before. And right, then it was right. like, it was like everybody, you can identify somebody. They was like, Sean, Sean, who? They're like, Sean with the bald head that do comedy. Like you the only Sean in the city. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just so, that was wild to me. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, what? Like in LA, that's unheard of. Like you don't, yeah. you know, unless you live in that area, in that neighborhood. And it's like, oh yeah, man, man, that live around the corner, you know, but. Right. It was, that was just it was just wild. It was very much a culture shock. Um, the food sucked. Y'all didn't have any Mexican. There was no Mexican food here. Hey, don't say y'all. Don't like, say y'all. I'm, I'm from Cleveland. I'm I from mean, Cleveland. Oh, okay. Well, you know, don't do I'm, that. I'm <laughs> an Akronite too. I'm, you know, I call myself. I'm from Cali. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was it was just weird. Like, you know, like not seeing Mexicans. I'm so used to because my my dad's side of the family, I got half black and Mexican brothers and sisters. So I grew mm -hmm. up eating soul food at my grandma's house and I go over to my dad's house and I'm eating Sofritos rice and beans. You know right. what I'm saying? Or I'm eating huevos rancheros for breakfast. And I go home, we eating sausage, egg and cheese. You know, it was just I, the mixer of culture. So I moved here and I'm like, where the Mexicans, where the Asians, where right. the Tongans, where the Samoans, you know, right. where the Haitians, where the Jamaicans. There was nothing. It was just black and white. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, because I, I never, I tell my kids all the time, I was like, I never really seen white people till I moved to Ohio. 
unless mm. you went like to the valley or you went further out like to the beach or places like that you would see white people i yeah. hardly ever seen white people so moving here and it was like it was just white people everywhere i was like this new to me like i don't know what to do <laughs> i've never been around y'all so it was like i had to learn like i used to study them like it was <laughs> <laughs> like i, I did. this whole thing not so real Kind of that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, I did. I said, like, I've never been around y'all. I'm like, I gotta learn. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you know. That's what white oh, people do. Shit. Like, what? But it was interesting. <laughs> like, I, I've learned to to like it here. Like, it's I, I'm not gonna make it seem like it's a bad place, but you know, it's a great place for raising children. Mm. Um, it's a lot quieter <laughs> than where I come from and where I grew up. Up, so a lot quieter. School system sucks. Um, that's a big difference. Um, yeah, but definitely. cost of living is, is definitely a lot more reasonable. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just it was it was an adjustment. It was an adjustment. I cried every day for I, no lie for three years. I know they got tired of me, but my grandma was like, "I don't care how much you cry, you ain't going back." I'm like, <laughs> "Wow, wow." So, so, what was actually what? What do you consider your your big breakthrough in the poetry scene, though? Ooh, um, Coming what do I consider my big tonight. break? <laughs> yeah, what do I consider my big break? Um, one of my favorite poets, her name is Georgia Me. You guys mm -hmm. look her up. She's like an amazing poet out of Atlanta. She has her own day in Atlanta. Uh, mm -hmm. it's Georgia Me Day. Um, she's like one of my favorite poets and she started following me and like commenting on my stuff and watching my stuff. And I was like, I didn't, nigga, I made it, you know? <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> it was like being a rapper and having Puffy, you know, like, you know, or somebody as your follower and they like, oh yeah, I like you. I see you keep doing, you know what I'm saying? Stay on it. And she used to be like, you know, you hot, stay, stay at it. And I was like, like what? Georgia, me telling me that I'm hot? Like what? Mm -hmm. So for me, that was, you know. That was, you know, <laughs> um, that was that was my moment. I was like, I must be doing something right, cause you know, how how the yeah. queen follow me? You know what I mean? I was like, what? And then it it just it led to me featuring in New York, and then I started going different places, and then I um started traveling and doing different things. And a, another good guy, rest in peace. His name is Vertigo. Um, he's real big on the poetry scene. Well, he was real big on the poetry scene. He passed away a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. um, he uh, he was like, if you were any type of poet in this community, no matter where you was at, he found you. He came like he was sh every time I had something going on, he would be there. And I'm like. I would look up and he would be there and he put, you know, he was putting people in chat books, you know, he was like featuring people at his places. I was doing his slams. I was winning first, second, you know, first and second place at his slams. And then nice. he did a 24 hour uh, poetry streamed. And this is before streaming really was a big thing. He did a 24 hour live poetry open mic. Um, he was streaming it and I started gaining people from different countries. They was asking for copies of my book. So on my chat book, so I'm shipping my chat book to, you know, different countries and different states. And I'm just like, wow, like all these people, you know, really was like rocking with me. So like that, that helped me a lot in the, when I started, you know, coming up and whatever, I was like, oh, they like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's that up. Yeah, they was like, can you come here? I was like, what? 
Um, yes, I do. Okay. So you said you started um, writing poetry when you were a child. Am yes. I correct? Okay, yeah. yes. Because most of us, you know, we start very young. I'm also I'm a poet as well. Um, okay. And I started out in poetry, but I'm actually a reggae artist right now. So that's right. how old were you when you really <laughs> realized you worked your first poem? Ooh, um, okay. Let me see. I was like third grade. So how are you in the third grade? Uh, about seven or eight. Yeah, about seven or eight. I wrote a poem. Um, it was about a quarter. It was about a magic quarter. I remember that much. It was something about finding a magic quarter and... <laughs> This quarter was like my good luck charm. Um, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I do remember writing this about this dang on quarter. I found it and it was supposed to give me like all the, you know, like magic in the world and make my life better or whatever. I remember that much. <laughs> I was like, what, okay, um, I like it. And then my teacher hooked me up to uh, haikus and stuff. And I, I like those because they were like really easy to do, you know, being a kid. It yeah. was like five, seven, five. I got it. So. You know, I'm that's cool. There. Who inspired you at that time? Like, where did you realize like poetry was, you know, a thing? And you just was like, oh, I'm just going to do that. I mean, because we start young, of course, with books. But what was your inspiration? Um, my teacher, because I didn't I, I didn't even know that poetry was a thing. I just knew <laughs> that I could write. And that I could put words together and make it mm -hmm. make sense. And um, I was just creative. So I was like, you know, this is just what I'm going to do. So um, I didn't even know that, like, Langston Hughes existed at that time. I didn't know that Emily Dickinson existed. I didn't know none of those people existed until I got, like, junior high school. So at elementary, like, my teacher was my first introduction. She she was like, this is a haiku. This is how it goes. You know, it was five syllables, yeah. seven syllables, and five. You know what I mean? So that that's all I knew. And then I went from there to writing, you know, like, all right, let me try it on my own and do something different. And I just knew it for whatever reason. I'm just like, I knew it has to rhyme. You know, in my mind, I'm like, it has to rhyme. Um, so I just made it rhyme. And then as I got older, I started finding out about different poets and stuff and different type of writing styles as I got older. But in the beginning, no, nobody. I didn't, I didn't have no influences, nobody. I didn't know nothing about it. Blessings. No, that's good, though. I mean, when an adult inspires you, that's always a blessing because they can show you how, you know, and some people have that and some people don't so that's that sounds like the story the beginning you know right right, so, right. That's what's yeah up. so what would you say is your most famous poem to date your favorite your <laughs> most famous uh my favorite um my favorite probably we can go as far as you want but be careful that seems to be <laughs> that seems to be the one that it used to be uh you I wrote a poem called you um and then when I started doing that one which I was scared to do it because I was like it was so violent and just like off topic everybody was you know I was scared that people weren't gonna like it they're like no nah, that's not even you know but I was like fuck it let's do it and once I started performing it I tried to retire the poem. People won't let me. <laughs> they won't let me. So that's it started becoming one of my most favorite poems to do. So I was like, I like it. 
nice, nice. It gets the crowd going. <laughs> nice. Oh no, it, I mean, you know, that's my shit. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. So what's what's next for you? What you got going on? What's next? Um, right now I'm I'm working. That's what I'm doing. But what do I have going on? Uh, starting January the last Thursday in January, me and the ladies, the four queens, or yes, priestess is the name of our organization. Um, we're gonna be back at Jilly's. We're hosting our open mic at Jilly's. Um, I'll send you the flyer. I thought that was this Thursday. I was uh kind of no 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 it we we took a break because of the holidays, just with everybody's you know got holiday stuff going on. So we like the yeah. first of January, we're gonna get straight to it. Um so Jilly's is our home. We're gonna be there every last Thursday of the month. And that's in Akron, if you're hip to Akron. Um I don't have the information off top because I'm looking, I'm not looking <laughs> at it, you know. Right. Yes. Make sure you send it to me too, please. I will, I will. Um, but yes, we're gonna be doing that hosting every month, once a month. So we got our we got a nice lineup last, you know. So far we've been doing we only we did two shows and we've been having like 14 between 12 and 14 artists so far at you know at the show and i'm just like wow not that we were trying to have that many people it was just right. people really want to support us you know what we doing so i was like oh that's love for me you know that's so dope. so far we you know what i mean we we got over 10 people <laughs> again coming for the you know for the next event so i'm excited um it's it's been a good time it's been a good time keep it that's uplifted that's what's up yeah All right. so I mean, it's up to you. Like, I ain't no pressure, <laughs> but it's up I'm to you. I'm just saying. You said if your you, favorite, so I mean. To, if you want to, you can. She said, don't. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I didn't little, hear it. He heard got, it. Hey, but concrete, you got your pass for me, so it's up to you. I know he wants to hear that, Lord. <laughs> and it's so funny because people will really make me do this poem over and over again. I'm like, man, y'all crazy. <laughs> again, again, again. Okay. Right. Uh, so always give a disclaimer. Um, I I wrote this because it was funny to me. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, I'm just that type of person. I'm like, I'm real, I'm all about peace, but I'm always prepared for war. I always say that I'm all about peace, but I'm always prepared for war. And I'm gonna go as far as you want to go. You know, however, we, whatever, if we go into jail, I'm gonna see you in the next sale. So that's, you know, I'm, I'm going that far with you. Um, so we can go as far as you want. But be careful. So that's the name of the poem. <laughs> All right. I'm glad that you said what you said to your friends about me. You dumbass broad, you know absolutely nothing about me. In fact, I think that you were standing in my shadow secretly wishing you had class like me. But what you should be is afraid of me. I can care less about bras like yourself. You're not putting money in my pocket. You're not putting food on my table. You don't supply my kids with nothing they need. You don't pay none of my past due bills. You don't do shit for me. Now, I can't help that I go to the club and do my thing. I'm a self-proclaimed star. And you're a motivated hater that spits bullshit from afar. You're wasting your energy to diminish me. Bras like you can't stop me. Hoes like you can't compete with me. I laugh because hoes like you humor me. You don't want none of this beef. I'm a whole lot of meat. 
You better back down before you be wearing false teeth. You better ask these people out here about me. I wake up to butcher knives by my bedside, give sue knives taped to my thick thighs, handguns with pearl handles in my designer handbags. I'm a nympho when it comes to pistols. I store bombs in my windows. I keep grenades in my lampshades. I wear nunchucks as a necklace in case you talk reckless. I keep body bags in the trunk to quickly dispose of you. I use a seatbelt to strangle you. The brass knuckles to hang you, take pictures of it to frame you. And I messed up. So we're going to pause right there. It still was fire. So I don't like messing up, but you know, players fuck up, players fuck up. Nah, I would. I don't know that you fucked up, so it was fire to me all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> I was all like, but you know, yeah. but you know, when you know you messed up, you like, uh, uh-uh. mm. yeah, you know. <laughs> That's but, dope. Yes. I got y'all. So if you want to hear more, definitely come to the Jilly's open mic next month on the last fourth of the month. It's gonna be the twenty fifth, if I'm not mistaken. There so. you go. Leave, leave them wanting more concrete. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. I'm, yes. Hey, I'm, I'm down with whatever. <laughs> <laughs> concrete rose in the building. Hey, give out your social medias. I know you ain't going nowhere, but give people out your social medias just in case they want to follow um, you right now. Okay. You can look me up on Facebook. It's concrete two K's no C's. K-O-N-K-R-E-T-E-R-O-S-E. Concrete Rose. Um you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's going to be Miss MS underscore concrete. And yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, TikTok, you can uh, concrete rolls. Same as well. There we go. So, there we go. Concrete yes, you can find me. Rolls. Thanks for coming to the couch, sis. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, and then I want to give a shout out to my boy. I know he's probably not watching, but hopefully somebody's watching. They can give him the shout out. Um, one of my good friends, Father Wise, he is locked down. He um, is one of my, I used to, disclaimer, I used to do um, a lot of prison work with one of my good friends. So I used to go to all the prisons in Northeast Ohio, male and female prisons, and do poetry and open mic and stuff for them. He would do like the more spiritual aspect. And then we both are poets. Um, shout out to my boy, Ruben. Um, so we would do we was literally going to every prison in Ohio pretty much. And I gained a lot of following from doing that as well. Um, and they loved me. I couldn't, there was no cussing, no profanity, no, nothing like that. So it was definitely a challenge, but right. they loved me. They was buying books. They wanted to keep up with me. Some of them got out and was like, you know, and was showing up at some of the open mics that I was at because I was telling them about it. Yeah. Like, and he's still, yeah, he's still locked up, but he keeps in contact with me. Uh, and it's been years, years. I and mean, he keeps in contact with me. He makes sure that he keeps in contact with me. And he did a um he did a podcast uh not too long ago and he shouted me out. And his wife, his ex-wife hit me up and was like, you know, my, my boy looking for you. And I was like, What? And then when he said that, he gave me a shout out. So I appreciate that so much. That's what's up. That's that's, that's dope. dope. That's dope. I like that. All right, let's get into this last let's get into it. of the year. All right, usually we like to start last with one of the year. Last one of the year. We about to listen. Aww. Christmas on a Monday, New Year's on a Monday, so it's a break. Well needed, well deserved. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we always like to start with a recap, like what happened to us this week or whatever. Not, uh, I'll make mine really quick. So uh, this past weekend was pretty cool, laid back, chilled. Uh, kicked it with little mama as always, you know, full daddy mode always. 
Uh, we chilled Friday, then Saturday, took her to the science center with my girl and her boys. And little mama loved it, like absolutely loved it. We went to Great Lake Science Center. She got to play in a ball pit and do all kind of science and, stuff and, and learn go some to stuff. The car. To the fake car. <laughs> to the fake car. Yep. So, go under it. So it was it was a fake car by the ball pit, <laughs> right? And like a mechanic car, right? And it had it up, lifted up a little bit. She then took off the tires, changed the tires, got <laughs> under the car, like on the little slide thing that slide under the car. She yeah. like she working on the bottom and all that. I was like, okay, she was. I know that's right. Nice. Well, she doing a lot. She was doing a lot, but it was cool just to see her have fun and it was like some air. You can make some airplanes and have them fly, and so it, it was dope. It was dope. So just kicked it with her, and then Sunday was just chill mode. My brownies got another dub. Listen, it ain't never got to be pretty as long as they get that dub. That's all I care about. So that, that, that was that was my recap for the weekend. I don't care what lady, what whichever lady want to go first with their little recap. Go ahead, take it over. Uh, well, I, well, I guess I'll, I'll go. go. My oh, go recap ahead. wasn't little. <laughs> it was big. Um, it was just like so much big energy. I rehearsed uh, with my band for the first time on the weekend, over the weekend, and um, I hadn't sang with my sang with a band. Um, for myself in over two years. So, you know, I got a new bass player, you know, and everything preparing for a couple of things we have coming up. I received a call from one of the brethren's, um, you know, uh, one of the roster brothers and said someone was putting on a show and he recommended me to perform on it. Um, uh, or musician that I want been wanting to work with for years. I reached out to him and was like, hey, boom, I want you to be a part of my vibes for a couple of things. And you know what I'm saying? A couple of times I reached out to him. He was like, you know, can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. Boom. Something in the spirit was like, yo, wake up now, text him, tell him what you want to tell him, have him call you. And boom, I text him. And he was like, guess what? Something happened for me, but I am able to come through. So just like uh, pure upliftment, seeing myself again, actually seeing me and not, um, seeing against myself. So just so much vibes are opening up, especially since it's this retrograde, definitely my poetry is coming back to me, which helps me musically. And it just been an, a power week. Like I've been waking up just proud of myself every morning and I hadn't been like that in a long time. I know that's right. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, my week. Well, I didn't. I didn't really do a whole lot. I worked all week. Um, almost hit a deer. Almost hit a. <laughs> oh no! Uh, almost. I know, right? Deer came out of nowhere. Um, and I almost hit a horse and buggy. It was nighttime. Oh, wow. In my defense, <laughs> listen. Oh, I, I seen your post it was, about that. <laughs> it was nighttime. I was on the backwoods in Pennsylvania <laughs> and there was no light. And my defense, it was hard to see. I had my bright zone and that little buggy hit the corner out of nowhere. And it had one little bitty headlight. And I was like, what is that? And I went to, you know, move away from it. And it was the dang on horse and buggy. I didn't know the Amish people was out at that time of night. So I was, I was shocked. <laughs> you know, they used yeah. to be in the house when the sun go down. They do. They do. They do. <laughs> Yeah, like I've never sun. seen them out late at night. Well, it gets dark faster, gone. I guess, now. 
Sun was gone. You hear me? Sun gone. Ain't no sun out here. We driving with our bright lights on. It's and here come the little horse and buggy. I was like, what are you even doing out here? Mm. So <laughs> but yeah, almost hit the little horse and buggy. Um other than that, I haven't really done anything. Talk to my kids, pay some bills, you know, getting ready for Christmas, I guess. You know, I'm a grandma now, so I be trying to do grandma stuff. There you go. That's they be, yeah, they be in my pockets. I don't like it. <laughs> it it's, a, it's a revolving cycle. It just keep going. It going. is. Like, you be like, damn, the it kids is. gone. Then they had kids. You're like, damn. Uh. <laughs> listen. Listen, I, I I love being a grandma though. It's 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 exact absolutely it's funner than being a mom. And I know that sounds bad, but it's like I get to spoil them and do all the fun stuff and then go back. <laughs> like go home. Grandmother. So right, right. Yeah, I like it. I like it. You grannies, you grannies are something else. You're really something else. Give us such a hard time as mothers. <laughs> You know what? I don't, I don't, I don't, I let them do what they do. I don't get in the middle of nothing. I don't bother nobody unless they call me and ask me specifically. I don't, I let them do what they do. I don't. It's the spoiling. It's like, when <laughs> granny let me do it, Nana let me do it. Nana said, don't be putting your yeah. hands on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, yeah. The, that's the trouble y'all cause for us. It's like, Nana bought me some. Nana mm. said, that is the food. <laughs> Mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm. Pretty much, yeah. Cause I don't, I don't have to whoop them or anything. I just give them the look and the voice, and they just shut down. But when they with their moms, they, they have, they, it's like they don't got no control over them. They like, I don't know what they do at your house, but at home they be acting crazy. I'm like, I just got it's the experience, I guess. That's what's up. All right, let me uh jump in these comments real quick. I thought I had it on, it was it was off. So uh Carol in the building, what up, sis? Courtney M. Trice in the building, what up, girl? She says she's a what genius up, sis? auntie. Then Carol said, Where's the pictures? Pictures are oh man, you gotta uh, I don't I ain't even put them up yet. I'll put them up. Um then Courtney <laughs> M, like Miss BBC, you need to come down on the 25th, sis, to the uh the queens of the mic, and then DJ, yeah. and he say, I hate when Mercury getting my Gatorade. I don't know what that's from, but. <laughs> that's from the retrograde. Oh, okay, okay, I, I missed it. That's my bad, that's my bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's get into them childhood memories. You already know we like to get into our past and definitely get into our guest past on the funny or crazy childhood memory. Um, I think uh -oh. since it's the holiday season, my childhood memory is going to be um about new year's day okay i'm not even gonna do a christmas one i know christmas and new year's is coming up and like i said we won't be here so um but one of my favorite childhood memories is going down to my great grandmother's house my mom's grandmother uh, she stayed at ec off the of eddie road and she used to have a big like new year's like celebration right like on New Year's Day, it was always on that day because, you know, people doing stuff on Christmas Eve, Christmas, and she always took New Year's Day. But she was so old school and so nonchalant. So we had a house full of people, kid tables, adult tables, things like that. Right. But the thing I liked about it so much is her nonchalantness. She didn't take any bullshit because if you had a kid with a with a female. Right. And you wasn't with the female. She didn't care because them kids 
and the female was getting invited. And if you didn't do what you're supposed to and act right in front of her around them, she'd kick your ass out so quick, smack you in your head, all that shit. She didn't play that shit. She like, oh, that's I don't right. care if you don't like them. Well, you laid down with them and y'all had a kid. So the kids is going to be here. We celebrating with the kids because that's how I get down. So that's what I remember and love the most about my great grandmother. She was just so cool. Didn't take no shit. And she was like, I don't care what you think. This is my house and everybody I invite get invited. Period. Point blank. So mm-hmm. it was always a good time. Always fun. We had a lot of laughs, a lot of great food. So that's gonna be my childhood memory for this week. So who, 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 everybody get a plate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who who else who wanna get a childhood memory next? You um, can go ahead. I guess I'll go. I'll go. Um, my childhood memory. So I was thinking about this real hard and I was laughing because my cousin was saying how he don't really drink water two men and i realized sometimes me and y'all stubborn y'all don't really like to drink water y'all y'all, y'all don't all like taking advice water, liquor, and beer. you know what <laughs> um no so i was telling <laughs> yeah i love water um so i was telling my cousin like you know you need to drink more water um you know your your body is like 85 percent water bro like you need to drink water um so he was saying how he go to the gym and he work out real tough and you know he don't drink water he'd be in pain and he was talking about, you know, how he don't use the bathroom regularly, you know, like he don't have a bowel movement regularly. I was like, okay, we well, need to drink more water. And we were saying back in the days how our grandmothers, like if you didn't have no bowel movement or you talking about your stomach hurt, that was the first thing she asked you, like when the last time you went to the bathroom, you know, you'd be like, what? Like, why do you think pooping is the answer to everything? So my grandmother used to give us castor oil if we didn't have a bowel movement. And she or she used to have them little chocolates that was laxatives. So one day I'm thinking she had chocolate. I'm being nosy, being a kid. I'm in her business. Ain't got no business in her business. And I'm in there sneaking. I was like, oh, she got chocolate. I didn't ate the whole pack of chocolate, y'all. Because oh. they look like the little, they look like the little Hershey's chocolates, yeah, but they no. was laxative. I didn't ate the whole pack of chocolate thinking it's chocolate. And, and they taste like chocolate. They taste good. I'm, I didn't ate the whole pack. Nom, 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 nom. When I tell you I was boo-booing for days, every time I ate something, it came straight out my butt. Lord, I said, I <laughs> You couldn't be more I than was, one foot away from a toilet eating that shit. Man, I was, I was regular for like weeks. You hear me? Every time I ate something, it was like, like it came. That's how much, that's how much of the laxative I ate. Like, cause I thought it was candy. <laughs> I said, my grandma was like, I bet you won't touch nothing else. You ain't got no business touching. I was like, I I was so, listen, I was scared to eat Hershey's chocolate for years after that. (laughs) Every time I seen them little square things, I thought they was laxative. I said, I ain't fucking with them. (laughs) And and Pat said she done had a shitty week, like literally. Listen, every time I ate something, it went straight out. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, man, when do this stuff leave your body? <laughs> That's oh my God. hilarious. That's I was regular. Okay. I was regular for weeks. Oh, I, bet. Was terrible. I bet. My grandma was like, you won't touch nothing else. I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> you stay your ass out of my purse. <laughs> man, she had them on her dresser. She had them on her dresser. Like, it was candy. That's what, that it was, was a setup. Yeah. That was a setup. Man. <laughs> Which one of these kids go eat this shit candy? 
I'm going to be able to find out real quick as soon as they run to the bathroom. It was me. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. my gosh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That was definitely uh, yeah. a setup. Definitely. Yeah, Miss BBC, what childhood memory you going to bless us with today? Um, I'm going to do a Christmas like these amazing Christmases. And I always thought she was just rich or whatever. But we will always go over to my grandparents' house, you know, from my mother's side. So, and you know, all, all the cousins and everything will be over there. So I got this 110 camera, but like it wasn't even dated or anything like that. And something probably like from the Hungry Center or something, you know, they get, used to give dolls like Salvation Army, uh, you know, like, you know, coming to different uh, culture neighborhoods and stuff like that and give out stuff. So when we're all over there, everybody's showing their stuff. They're like, oh, I got the game. I got this. I got that. I wouldn't, you know, I got the cabbage patches and all this. So I'm like, I need to make my stuff sound good because <laughs> I know it was very not good. You know, we would have candy canes on the Christmas tree. And, you know, it was it. She would put out oranges and nuts and stuff like that. So um, in the process, I said, um, so I'm like, I got this camera. <laughs> I got a camera. And then my other cousin was like, that's a grandma camera, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> and so then well, I had these cousins that they were really good at like ranking and, you know, y'all know what ranking is like when you're talking about people and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So then, uh, you know, all my brothers and sisters, like I said, they're much older than me. So they're like ranking on them and we were just like considered to like the bum family or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, my one cousin said, <laughs> he said, damn. My one cousin said, yeah, y'all so poor, y'all wake up and open up the candy canes for Christmas. <laughs> Yo, I been Everybody was laughing, but like, I was just like this little bitty, like I was always just like the fighter, like I'm going to defend my brothers and sisters, the littlest thing in a room or whatever sometimes. But I was just like, so... Like, I couldn't do nothing but laugh because it was true. Like, we had woke up and really ate the candy canes off the tree. It was so devastating. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Hey, I'm so crazy. devastated. So we use that every year. Like, that's what we would say. Like, boom. Man, when I wake up, I'm getting that candy cane right there, like, as a joke. And it just been like that. For, and I stopped celebrating Christmas long ago. But I still always tell that story, like. It's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> hey, that's hilarious. That's too funny. All right, y'all know what time it is. We go do the flowers while they still here. Y'all already know we so conditioned to give people flowers at a funeral when they dead and gone. But we like to give people flowers while they still here so they can actually smell those roses. Um, Miss BBC, who you want to give flowers to? I want to go last because I got a lot of shit to go through. So I, I'm okay. going to go first this time. Um, <laughs> I want to give my flowers um, out to all the people that have tried, like people that are on drugs, homeless, in jail. Um, I want to give my flowers out to them and they just can't get right. You know what I'm saying? Like no matter what in their mind, they know they want to, but they really just keep feel like they failing or they fall off or they go off or whatever like that because I seen it. And some people, when you're you you be like, man, come on, you can't get right. You like how you don't want to be clean or how you don't want to stop going to jail or whatever like that. 
So I, I know some people that really try and try to do their best or whatever like that, but has been, you know, brought down by the system, you know, drugs, it's an addiction, addiction is a sickness, you know what I'm saying? So I want to give my flowers out to them and tell them that don't stop. Keep trying no matter what, how many times you got to start over start over. That's what's up. That's what's up. I like that. All right. Uh, concrete, who you want to give your flowers to tonight? to give my flowers to you oh yes uh, i want to give my flowers to you because one like you said we met a long time ago you was doing your comedy thing and you were still showing up you know whether everybody laughed or a couple people laughed you still were showing up you was going hard you was at the funny stop you was traveling you was in canton you was here you was there and you still was going you still was going you still was doing shows despite whatever you had going on you still was doing it and now you didn't transition from that to this and shout out to you you know what i'm saying you found a way to still be funny but at the same time, gain a new audience, um, learn a new skill, try something different. And yes. you've been, I don't know, I don't know how long that you've been doing your podcast so far, but I know that you've been doing it for a while. And you know what I mean? You still going, you know what I mean? You don't give up. You. And you know what I mean? I appreciate that. I like that. I, I, I really like that. I admire that. Like Listen. she was saying, I love people that don't give up. You know what I mean? Because you just because you fail at something. A lot of people are so quick to give up at stuff because they it don't go the way they think it's going to go. Just because you fail don't mean that it's over with. You know what I mean? Reinvent yourself. Um, and I like that. I like that. You know what I mean? I like that. That's what's up. Hey, I'm, so, I'm going to take I'm going to take those. Thank you so much. I appreciate yes. it. Yes. Yeah, so the podcast would be three years in March, actually on my comedy anniversary, surprising enough. Oh, three years on March for the podcast, 15 years in the comedy game in March. And look uh, at that. Still, still rolling, man. Still rolling. Still rolling. Still rolling. Was, I, I gotta admit, like sometimes like doing the poetry room would be uh testing but like I, I mean i started you know i did shows in cleveland and akron and at the funny stop so um mm -hmm. but like uh, one thing the poetry just the the poet let me the poetry crowd the poetry goers mm -hmm. right like and then the poets always show mad love so i, I definitely appreciate it y'all man and like like i said just hooking up with prince james when i first started he definitely mm -hmm. helped me out a lot and get me in different rooms and Put me in churches where I didn't want to go to the church and do comedy, even though I knew <laughs> church material because I grew up in the church and I I love right. church though. So, and then like I said, the poetry game was dope. Like, and and it's funny because I will always because I'm from Cleveland and you know some some shit never never goes away. So I will always yeah. talk shit about Akron and motherfuckers would get pissed, but I would do it on purpose just to see the hole I can dig to dig myself out. It was literally like a workout. And every time I would say some crazy <laughs> shit where motherfuckers were like, boo, come on, like, we, we from Akron. And I'd be like, nigga, I don't give a fuck, I'm from Cleveland. But then I would turn around and have the motherfuckers laugh and they'd be like, yeah, you was funny. But that Akron shit, that wasn't funny. But but you was funny. And I'd be like, yeah, I did that shit. Right. <laughs> it, it just helped, it just helped me like you know, learn better. You know what I'm saying? And let me be able to get out of a hole if I ever needed it when I was on a road, which I, I'm gratefully, thankfully, you know, I, ne I never needed it, but it was, it was good practice. And 
Like they they definitely show my love. So I appreciate those flowers. I do. I really do appreciate that shit. I like that. I, nice. that was, that's that was absolutely uh, uninspected. So thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely, absolutely. So hey, uh, my, running a podcast ahead. ain't easy. You know, you've no. been doing it for three years. That's what's up. No, running a podcast <laughs> is definitely not easy. It was something new. And uh, but I, I definitely enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Uh it's been time like shit, most of this year, um, especially all the way like beginning of the year. Uh, you know, KT was with me. Big shout out to her. So she getting some of my flowers. Uh KT, like she she definitely held me down. She that Listen, her her heart is so damn big. I love her to death. That's like literally little sis, and we only like months apart or a year apart or whatever. But I love her to death, man. And she definitely held me down. My original co-host Antoine, when we first started the podcast, he the one talked me into starting the podcast. Like if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have never started just therapy and shit. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy because he was like, "You got a name," and I was like, "Hell yeah, I got a name. Just therapy." You know so. Um, definitely big shout outs to them. Uh, running a, a big shout outs to Redline Radio. I got to shout them out because they gave me the platform of doing it, uh, video and audio. Because at first I started audio, um, doing Spotify, but just the video presence, you know what I'm saying? Getting, you know, trying to gain fans from that. And, um, unfortunately, we had to part ways, but it was a mutual agreement, like it was no bad blood. So that's why I'm giving them a big shout out. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not easy. And it, it was days where I was like, man, I don't even feel like doing the fucking podcast today. And I was like, nigga, you know you got to do it. I don't know why you even said that shit. And I would jump on this bitch and have guests by myself and have great conversations. And it's been times where I didn't have a guest and I was going to take a break. And I was like, man, you know what? I feel like talking. And I would get on here and talk by myself for like an hour, an hour and a half. And big shout out to the couchers that would tune in and interact with me while I jump on by myself, man. Like, because <laughs> talking to somebody is so much different, having that conversation. Because like, always, right. like, it's a general conversation. That's why, to me, it goes so smooth when we do the podcast, because I'm having a general conversation. We have, we talking. But when you yeah. by yourself, it's another breed. Like, I remember the first episode I did by myself. I was like, man, I don't even know if I can talk that long. And then next, you know, it was like an hour and 20 minutes in. I was like, man, I got to get the fuck off of here. Right. So <laughs> this is definitely dope. It's not easy. It's definitely fun. Uh, I ain't going to stop. But uh, my flowers definitely go go to all my guests that I had this year. But definitely big shout out to Miss KT. Hold me down from last year until, until the beginning of this year because she, she just – you know, sometimes, you know, some people want to change, you know what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't for everybody, right. but she held yeah. me down. And like, it's funny because she was going to stop the week we was going on our own besides doing red line. And I was like, listen, just give me one more week and I'll do the rest. And then I just start ramping up guests where I was booking guests from March into July. Like, and I was like, all right, I got to wait because I don't want to push you out too far. But just the guests. Um, Tyler Ross came on. Zelda Kelly came on. Helena Starr, music, uh, music musician. Tyler Ross was a uh, comic. That's a good comic. Good, good comic friend of mine. I remember when he started. Zelda Kelly was a. She was a. Um, I was about to say ventriloquist. She was not a ventriloquist. The um, psychic. She was a psychic. Um, so Helena okay. Starr, music producer. Charity Lynn. Just. AKA Boomy. I met her from playing the video game long time ago. She she came on, 
Michael Bradley, uh, another podcast host and comedian, Grape Eight, John Huff, comedian, Levi Davis, comedian, Silly came in the building talking her shit, comedian, JJ Johnson, another comedian came on, chopped it up, Tone Payne, another comedian came on, Butter Khan, we actually went to school together, um, tattoo artist, cool as shit, then we had the sex episode, we brought back the sex episode when Miss BBC came back, Antoine came back, or AKA Antonio oh, Ferguson yeah. and, and Queen Z came on. It's in the refrigerator. Yeah. Queen Z came on, bless the stage. Uh, artists have to. What? <laughs> well, go finish your food. Why you always gotta talk over me, girl? See, I just like me being mama. She like, nigga, I'm talking. Like, golly. So. Rap artists have to came in the building. Rap artist T Nas came in the building. Uh poetry, um, poetry lady from Canada, uh Valerie Lorraine came on. Then we had a memorial uh episode for Funny Stop Pete, my guy who actually gave me my first start and helped me grow in the game. Rest in peace to Rest Funny Stop Pete. Yeah, man, that was my guy. That shit hurt. That one hurt really bad. But uh, I had some co- comics come on that show. Ben Palmer, uh, Chris Clem came on. Jeremy Shear came on that ben. one. Uh, Chevy Terrell came on. Then I had Big to bring little, I had to bring little brother back. Ben Palmer, he did the first season. I had to bring him back, aka Palmer Trolls. That's like, hey, man, y'all understand like how much love I got for that little dude. Like, I mean, he ain't no little dude, but he he just like my little brother, Ben Palmer, man, and. Just to see him grow and flourish to the, the, the comic. He's, listen, that dude got such a presence on TikTok. He got like 8 million followers on TikTok. I mean, it's five or six or something like that, but he's doing his damn thing. So big oh, shout out to him. Uh, Brett Sams from Australia came on. Uh, DC Glenn came on. DC nice. Glenn from damn, Tag Team. Came on the podcast. Listen, that was a dope episode. Just to get somebody with a name like that from Tag Team. Everybody remember Whoop, There It Is, because that was the only song they was famous for. But they literally <laughs> blew up on that. And DC Dan came on the couch. Yeah, and he came and dropped some gems. Uh, Queens of the Mics came on. Eb, Concrete. I can't, I'm sorry. I can't remember the two other young poets. I apologize for that. Desi. Desi Ellis. And Miss West, yes, big shout out to them. Uh, Mark McCraw from uh Arizona came on, he was a children's book author, uh, and sent little mama some books, so like that was dope. Uh, Chris Harvey, comedian, came on, that's my guy, Ethan Poetic. I mean, I gotta give him a shout out because he came on, even though that, that episode was fucking horrible. I was like, it was literally like I set him up for the laugh, and he just like he just was horrible, but uh, Rod Gibson. <laughs> Owner and operator of his own gym came on. Comedian Patrick Madison came on. My guy I went to school with, actor uh, Hakeem Sharif came on. Exposure came on the motherfucking couch. Listen, I've been trying to get exposure since I started this damn podcast, and she finally came on and blessed the blessed the couch. Uh, my guy Brad Culver came on. Antoine came back when we did the Real Fathers episode. And then last but not least, uh, Wardy's Laugh Factory came on. So big shout out. All them flowers is well-deserved to all the people that's just supported 
and came on the show. And a uh, big shout out to all the couchers that's been faithful, tuning in, sharing the podcast, sharing the screen. So definitely, listen, this year wouldn't have been possible without all the couchers tuning in. Uh, big shout out to Lil Mama for like keeping me in check and saying ponder on when it's time and letting me actually do the podcast <laughs> and not being all in my way, but most of the time being in my way. But So big shout out to her too. Uh, but yeah, that's all my flowers for uh, the year 2023 wrap up. I had to do it all and all in one. It was a lot, but listen, it was all well deserved. I cannot go without, I, I can't go without giving them a shout out. So definitely. Definitely. All right, let me go to the real quick before we get up out of here for our first and only break. Uh, my dude, Rail, he, he keep talking about he want to come on the couch. I told him first, first Monday of the year, I got you, brother. He said, I'm ready. He said, flowers to SB. I appreciate it. Uh, Airbread said, y'all comics were the spot for us. I appreciate that. Hey, don't don't come for my niece. And then, man, yes, Ben, I love him. Then he moved. Yeah, he moved. He went to Atlanta, then went to Cali, then he went to Colorado. Now he's in Tennessee, but he definitely ain't stopped doing his thing. That dude, listen, if y'all get a chance, go check out Palmer Trolls on YouTube or TikTok. I'm telling you, that dude is a fucking writer's genius. Like, and I don't say that lightly. Like, that dude, that dude got it for real. So, definitely big shout outs to him. So, all right, we will take our one and only sponsor break, but please don't go nowhere. We got a lot of topics more concrete roads, more Miss BBC. Yeah. Uh, we, we got to talk about what's the sexiest thing a man or woman can do for you Ooh. besides sex. So, we're gonna talk about it, y'all. We ain't going go. nowhere. I said we got a quick sponsor break. We will re be right back to you. Don't go nowhere. More just therapy. More concrete rolls. You already know I'm taking y'all to break, baby. We'll be right back. Yo, y'all already know. Y'all know what it is. It is the end of the year, and y'all already know. All 2023, I've been talking about how good this damn pizza is. Just so it ain't going to stop. I got the place for you, Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. They got three locations, three, all right? First location is the original one in Calga Falls. That's 1909 Bailey Road, Calga Falls. Their phone number is 330-928-2222. Other location, second one, is in downtown Akron across the street from Rubber Duck Stadium. That address is 325 South Main Street, Akron, Ohio. Phone number is 330-849-5707. And the new location, they about two, three months in, though, is the Graham Road location in Stowe, Ohio. That's 3031 Graham Road. Their phone number is 330-673-9410. Listen, I'm telling you this. If you need some pizza, you better go there. If you need some subs, you better go there. If you want your order made to you just motherfucking right, I'm telling you, Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. The thing I love about the downtown location has to be the beer wall, hands down. I like to call it the Dave and Buster's of beer because you go in there and there's 36 glorious taps of beer, wine, ale, IPAs, and it's nice. You go in there with a card, put the money on the card, walk up to the tap, you Put the tap, you like just tap the card, boom, pour you pouring whatever you want, man. Drink responsibly. But 
I like it. It's good shit, right? And then they always cater to your taste buds, man. And what I mean by that is they cater to your damn taste buds. Self-explanatory shit. Like whatever you order, they gonna make it right. I'm a cheeseless type of guy, so I'll be like, "Hey, no salt, no no cheese, extra sauce. It's always right. Every single down, hands down, all the time." Just listen. I know I always get excited, but the shit's good. Y'all think I'm playing, man? Try them out. Listen, that first bite, you you gonna call me? And you'll be like, man, SB, you was right. Because that first bite, it'd be, mm, mm, bitch. Like, it's just that damn delicious. So check it out. Plus, you mentioned Just Therapy, the podcast. You know what? You get a 10% discount. 10%. That's money off. Everybody need money off, especially during the holidays. Then if your New Year's party, I'm telling you, hit them up early. You can order from there. They got them and they can cater whatever you want to. I'm t- Listen, y'all, y'all don't understand my guy, Brad Cover, a friend of the couch. He be on his thing and you won't be disappointed, man. So listen, check them out because if it's pizza, it's possible. Yeah. Twisted tomato pizza motherfucking Rhea. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to get a little hype because it was like this is the last last commercial of the year. Next year, hopefully, I had that shit pre-recorded. I'm tired of every single episode this year has been a live reading of that. And this, I ain't got nothing written down. It's literally just, you know, I just I got, I got the addresses and the phone number. That's it. And I just do everything myself. So listen, hopefully, not not hopefully, I'm recording that shit because like, woo, it's a lot. <laughs> I kept telling them all year, all year. I kept telling this motherfucker, even before the year started, we got to do a commercial. We got to do a commercial. We got a video. I throw it on here, you know, and he'd be like, yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. Man, he, his ass be so busy. Then I got busy. Then he be so busy. So, but we'll figure, I love you too, but we'll figure it out. So, um, I don't know where she went. I'm going to have to check him out. Fact that you get pizza with no cheese, I was baffled. Like, what? I'm allergic to milk. Oh, pizza's still good. Well, they don't have vegan cheese. Why would I try some fake ass cheese? Like, it's it's pizza (laughs) with no cheese, like extra sauce. I be get listen. And the good thing about it is like the toppings, like you know, because like them not them my people, so I get like all the toppings. Like I, I get sausage, pepperoni, meatballs, uh, the uh, green, the the uh, the the green peppers, like the hot ones. You know what I'm onions. saying? Going on, yeah, no, not the onions. I don't like onions like that. But the uh, the jalapeno peppers, I'm throwing them on there, and the in the, the green uh, ring peppers. You know what I'm saying? The spicy ones. You know, banana peppers. Oh. Yeah, the banana peppers. There we go. I be throwing bacon on that bitch. Like that shit be so like I got so I don't miss cheese. Mushrooms, olives. No, no, I don't do mushrooms. I don't do olives. No mushrooms, no olives, no onions. Lord. Nope, nope. Little mama like uh, uh, olives, but I don't. My mom mom used to love olives and mushrooms. I can't stand the motherfucking mushroom. Only mushroom I I didn't have before. Olives and mushrooms. Only mushroom I had before was the uh, psychedelic mushroom. I had a half a cap. That shit was fun. That was fun. It wasn't. It Tell her don't be repeating that. But it was definitely, 
She like no, I ain't never, I ain't never did the mushroom trip. I ain't never did that. It was fun. I mean, that's the, that, that's the farthest I went. I done did some other shit, but not, nothing crazy, crazy, you know. So no, but yeah. So it was only good. I've only done Mary Jane. Yeah, me too. And, wine. and you said and wine. Yeah, I love wine. That, so that's Jesus funny. gave us wine. <laughs> I got kicked out and it won't let me back in. I keep Jesus gave us wine, so I'm gonna partake in the wine. I mean, he did I give us wine. Beer. Yes, he did, and I ain't gonna deny my. I'm not gonna deny it. Jesus gave it to us. Yes. <laughs> right, on. right on. So that's Jesus drank wine. Part. Like I don't, I don't, I can't really do the wine. I don't like the wine. What? I can't do liquor and I can't do beer. I don't like the taste of beer. I tried it once. I was like, eh, liquor too strong. Tastes like gasoline. Go finish your, go finish your nuggets, girl. I don't care what you do. Go, go finish your nuggets. Go finish them. She's been eating nuggets way before the podcast started. She got like two nuggets left on her plate and won't eat them. She in there running she around. She don't want them. But she go eat them. She don't want them. It, it wasn't even that many on her damn. Plate. It was seven dinosaur nuggets. And then if she don't eat her nuggets, that might be too like, many. Maybe you should just give her five. Listen, one day she didn't eat twelve of them bitches. So, so I give her a little bit. I meet her halfway, six or seven. And then, but if she don't eat those, all she gonna do is want to eat cucumbers, tomatoes, peppers, and raspberries the rest of the night. Which I already got a bowl waiting for. Her. She just she liked to snack. That's her snack, which I love it. That's her snack. But listen, she gonna turn into a damn cucumber and a pepper because she eats so much of it. Which I mean, that's how know. I feel about pickles. She like pickles too. That's how I feel about pickles. I will put pickles on a salad. Ooh, gotta get you some red wine. If y'all listening, get you some red wine and eat it with some pickles. Mm. I mean, drink it with some pickles. Lord, it tastes delicious. Yes, but it is def is definitely um it's definitely funny that she does that because like I said, I don't I don't I don't eat like and she do them like raw, like like she just switched because she do the color peppers, she loved the color peppers, but this week she was like, Daddy, I want the green ones back. So now it's just straight green peppers, and she eat them like eat them raw. Listen, I wash them, clean them off, cut them up, and that's how she eat them. Just like that. What? That's what's up. Yeah. So that's that's her that's her go to snack. That's what's up. Yeah. Right so so some me. reason Miss BBC is having a hard time getting back in, which makes no sense to me because I sent her two more links and she says she can't find them. But I, I mean they're there. So um. So hopefully she'll be back soon because this was her topic. Yeah. The uh, because like I like I want to know where she was coming from with this. Like. I guess I started off. So um, the question was, what is the sexiest thing a man or a woman can do for you besides sex? Like, literally, what can they do for you that's sexy besides sex? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to hear her take on it. Like I said, this was her topic because like, mm -hmm. I wanted to hear her take on it. So then I can get my answer on it because um, I know my, my first answer would be peace and quiet. Shit. I know that's right. I'm I just saying, right. like, that's shit. so sexy. Like, oh, baby, I love the way you shut up. <laughs> 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 like, 
Like, ooh, you look so good shutting the fuck up. It's just <laughs> chilling. It's just chilling like, and relaxing yes. with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like ooh, ooh, let me rub my feet together like a grasshopper on you and you just shut up. Like, mm, chill. It's quiet. Yeah. I like it's that. It's so peaceful, especially when you can vibe with somebody without really mm-hmm. talking, but then not get bored with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just sitting there chilling, cuddling, cuddling and shit and just enjoying each other's company. To me, that's some sexy ass shit. I don't care what nobody. It says. is, and I'm, I'm the type of person I like silence. I can, just I can sit there and enjoy my own company or just be silent for hours and not say nothing. Ain't nothing wrong. I'm just chilling. So if you can just sit there with me in complete silence for like an hour or two and we ain't doing nothing, you all right with me? That's sexy as shit. Like, mm, let me Man. rub my tell you, and I rub my feet on you, and we just. Doing nothing, yeah. And it ain't no yes. uncomfortable. It ain't no uncomfortable silence either. It's it's just like enjoying each other's presence. It's chill, yeah. And not having yeah. to talk. We don't need to. Just relaxing, man. Just relaxing. Maybe listening to some music, drinking some wine because mm-hmm. you like wine. I mean, I I do the Moscato. I like I like the white line, white white line wines. Mm. Said lines. I don't like white lines at all. <laughs> Not at all. I don't like nose movies. I never do that shit. I've never done that shit. I don't know why it was coming out like that, but uh, I like the light. There we go. The light wine. I don't like the darks and the reds. I like the. I ain't no Tony Montana type of dude. You know what I'm saying? But all right. I was like, don't mess with the booger sugar now. I don't. <laughs> I feel like to breathe clear. Like, I can't do that Man. shit. I don't knock nobody who breathing. does. I just don't understand how they can do it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't knock nobody who does, but they, they be breathing. They do. I just, I, I can't. Don't, I don't want no. I don't want no parts of it. I heard it making me heartbeat off me fast neither. and shit. They be sweating. Like, they just. No, it's just a constant party. Like, no. And then I heard it don't even last that long. You only hide for like 15, 20 minutes. Like, that's what? No. You said it only lasts like, 15, keep doing 20 minutes? I, I don't know. That's what I was told. I don't know if that's true. But I heard it don't last long. So that's why they keep, you know what I'm saying? They got to constantly keep doing it. I don't know how high they be, you know. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could have got the wrong information. Shit, they probably was high when they told me that. I don't know. <laughs> they well could be. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. counters. Let's hear from y'all. What What is the sexiest thing a man Ooh, or woman I got, I got my answer. can do for you? Go ahead. What's your answer? I mean, it's more than answer. one, but go ahead. Yeah, I got my answer. So one, a woman can't do shit for me. Let me make that clear. Um, But a man, the sexiest thing a man can do for me is cook. I like to, I like to watch my man cook. Like, oh boy, get your baby boy Melvin on. Get your Melvin on. Stand in the kitchen and, you know, what I'm saying, make me some breakfast or, you know, make me some potatoes. I love French fries. I love potatoes. So make me some potatoes. You know, make me a nice little sandwich or a salad. Just, I like to watch. I like to watch my man cook. I can just sit there and dangle my toes like a little kid because I'm short, so my feet be hanging off the chair and shit. So, yeah, see now, sitting I, like I, a little dope. kid. That's dope. Yeah, I, yeah. 
Yeah. I sit there like a little kid with my feet dangling. Sometimes I got to cut up the onions and peppers and stuff or whatever. Oh, I'm so like the sous chef sometimes or sometimes. Okay. All right. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, or other times I'm just sitting there drinking my wine, waiting for my plate to be done. And, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's sexy as hell to me. We're just doing like domestic stuff because men don't, I mean, I'm not going to say all men, but some of the men that I've dated, they don't usually do chores, you know, type of thing. It's like, oh, I folded my clothes or I made the bed. But, you know, for the most part, it's like doing something alone now making my day a little bit easier so that I don't have to wash dishes or do laundry or clean up after you. I'd be like, oh, that's, I'm like, boy, you, you must want, you want some, some, <laughs> like you didn't clean up. You must want some, some, some That's sexy yes. to me. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm on board. Yes. That's hilarious. I, so, I, I want to say before I forget, <laughs> before I forget, I'm so happy my cousin didn't chime in. I don't think he knew you was coming on because, you know, he was lightweight. Uh, I, I, I mean, not really, but, I, you know, I'm just playing. But he was lightweight stalking you last time y'all was on here with Queens of the Mic. He kept, he kept coming for you talking about something. And, you know, he's a chef. So I'm glad he wasn't here to hear that. Yeah, he was like, oh, he was like, I want the violent one. I was like, why, why they always want me? Because <laughs> he'd have been like, I'll cook you up everything you want. But yeah, definitely. Um, that's Ooh. dope. So, and, hey, and cousin, it's, it's I like seafood and Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play it back for him, and then he gonna be in your damn inbox and shit. Yeah, I, I done warned you. <laughs> Lord, but uh, it's Don't funny do that, that we gonna get most- in trouble. See, there you go. See, most you talking about most men don't do the domestic. I'm like, I'm a single father, so I got to make the bed and fold the clothes and wash the clothes and vacuum. I mean, well, if I ain't cleaning it up, who is? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, and that's understood. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. But I'm pretty sure if you was in a situation where you had a woman that lived in the house and you didn't have to and she did it, you probably be like, man, baby got it. You're going to focus on other things. And I'm that, you know what I'm saying? I'm usually like that type of person. Like I'm I'm a do the cooking. I'm very, I fuck with gender roles in the words of Desi. I fuck with gender roles to a certain extent. So I'm very, I'm a do the cooking. I'm a do the cleaning. You know, I'm a do the laundry. I'm a still go get my bag because I'm not, that's just me. I'm going to go get my money. Right. But I'm a, you know, I'm a cook and I'm a clean and I'm going to do all that type of thing or whatever. So for the most part, you know, a man with me, he not doing that. Um, but if you do it, I'd be like, oh shit, you did it. I ain't asked you to do it. You just did it. Damn, what, what you want? Yeah, I'm you don't wash it. Especially after somebody cooked for mm-hmm. me, like, let me wash the dishes. No, I got it. Well, let me put nigga away. I, I can't wash the dishes. Like, I want to feel like mm-hmm. I done helped out. Like, you done made this lovely meal. Like, let me at least wash the dishes. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just me. When I used to work. When I used to work third shift, my sugar foot's black. Like, I made you something to eat. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be home early. He like, I made you something. I'm like, yes, I can. <laughs> you run it home, like, yes, let me up and get naked so I can eat and then get eight. <laughs> so, like, to me, I think to me that's to sexy as well. So, like, I don't, I don't have a Lydian, uh girl or anything right. like that. So, I remember when my girl came through and cooked. A home cooked meal for me, and I ain't had a home cooked meal in a minute. You know what I'm saying? So just mm-hmm. to take the time and have little mama in there helping her and stuff like that, and 
man, that shit slapped. And to me, that to me that was sexy. But another sexy thing to me, hold on, before I go there, let me let me go on and get to these comments real quick. KT is, is KT still here? I see she chimed in, but it ain't saying that. It said she was watching, but I gave you some flowers, uh, sis. You know, but uh, Ed was like, mm. uh, she said, "Well, sing to me." And for me, baby, uh, not the feet dangling. Talking about you, she said, "Bye, Rose, bye." <laughs> <laughs> LOL, because they don't know Ed really is the crazy one. LOL, <laughs> she said, "I'm done." <laughs> I think she said she done. I don't know if it was the bye, Rose, bye to the slurping, or I'm done, Rose to the slurping, because that shit was hilarious. <laughs> but another, I'm sure my feet thing, do be dangling. That's okay. funny though. Another sexy thing a woman can do for me, um, besides sex, is just the vibe. And, like, literally just the vibe and get lost with me in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, my girl, it took me to the Tony, Tony, Tony concert for my birthday. Even okay. though my birthday was in July. And, you know, the concert was, like, in September. It was not too long ago. But yeah. um, either way, it wasn't even in September. It was, I forgot, whenever it was that came to Like October, November or something. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like October. So just the the tickets alone was dope, right? Because that's my favorite, favorite R&B group ever. Mm -hmm. And you can argue with yourself because I'm not going to argue with you. They catalog is so extensive and the motherfuckers is just, they dope. I mean, Raphael Sadiq was back, so I had to go, you know, but just the fact yeah, just, yeah, right. It was the whole group. Like he rejoined Tony, 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 and because you know he the lead singer. So without Ralph, it's not really right. it's missing a Tony. You feel me? But yeah, like I seen, I seen him in Detroit, and it was still a phenomenal concert. But this one was just more than phenomenal. It was amazing. It was breathtaking. It was just all that I wanted out of a concert from. These three fellas that I grew up on, who right. who is was and still is my favorite R and B group. But for us to get there, right, we were like front row balcony, so it was perfect seats by the aisle. And so I had some knee room and leg room. We were able to get up and dance, but literally just it felt like we were the only two there. That's how Aww, much the vibe was. Where it was like I didn't we didn't care about who was looking at us. While we was dancing, no nothing. Like I was so locked in on that concert and just being with her in her presence. And I can tell that she was in the moment with me. That was some sexy ass shit. That was to me, that was the equivalent of some great mind-blowing sex. And it was just, it was dope. Right, right, was, right. We was both in the That's moment. Definitely a vibe for sure. About anything around us. It was like. We was locked in, dancing, singing, and like I lost my voice because I was singing every song because I know them all by heart. You know what I'm saying? And it was just so dope. It was so dope. So to me, that was definitely a vibe that you can never like, you know what I'm saying? This is something you can never miss, you know what I'm saying? Or never forget, you know what I'm saying? So it was dope. Oh, Ab said uh, it was both. She said it was both, yeah. So there's no other thing besides uh, cooking and cleaning for you. That's it? Uh, I like, I'm, I guess I'm pretty basic. I like manly man. Like, I don't, 
I don't put nothing together. I don't have, I don't own a hammer. I don't own a measuring tape. I don't own a screwdriver. None of those types of things. I don't own no tools. I don't do no, none of that type of stuff. Like I said, I fuck with gender roles. So I'm more of a, I go buy it. Bay, you put it together, hang it, nail it, fix it, glue it, break it. You know what I'm saying? You do all of that. I don't know how to do that type of thing. That's not my expertise. So mm-hmm. if you can like hang some stuff or fix my car or do some brakes or, you know, like that type, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. You know, I'd be like, I just, it just, I just think it's so sexy for a man to know how to do shit with his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fix shit. Like, you know, cars and household things, you know, like, oh, you know how to fix the vacuum. It don't, I done suck something up or <laughs> the TV ain't working. You didn't, you know, took apart this and changed the bulb and, you know, you didn't, the, the fan in the basement ain't blowing the hot air or whatever the hell it's supposed to do. It ain't doing what it's supposed to do, but it's cold. Go on down there and, you know, take your screw and, you know, fix some shit and come back up like the pilot, whatever it is. Like the pilot when it's cold. <laughs> like, go and go fix it, whatever it is. Right. Go right. fix it. And I like okay. a man that know how to go and fix it, whatever it is, and do it. And I'll be like, that's the, come here, boy. You want some dinner? Yeah, you want a bath, baby. You, you want bubbles or milk? What you want? <laughs> <laughs> you want coconut oil? Oh, olive shit. oil. What you want? But another, yes. another. Yeah, that's that's what's up. But another sexy thing to me besides sex would be a full body massage. Like, listen. Okay. Listen. I've done that. Like, like I went to school for body, massage like therapy. Full body, so, yeah. Like the like e- even like massaging the feet and all that like full body massage that shit that should have put me put yeah. to sleep i've done that I, i've done that because i went to school for massage therapy so i have my own massage table and oh, if shit. i really like you yeah so if i really like you and i fuck with you you know i don't got no problem with doing you know doing that my man has you know i've he had a bad shoulder injury from back in the day so every once in a while i bring the table out and get in there he'd be on the table knocked out <laughs> so, that, that, it, 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 it's the love language it's it the is. love language it is it is it for me is. cooking is like my love language and making like you know things that stress me out taking care of those little things so that i don't have to stress out about those things that's my love language like make that's those service, things huh? easier for me yes like make those yeah. things easier for me because i will stress out about that like I don't know how to change this. This is broken. I don't know what to do. Do it. You know, just do it. And I was like, oh, that's so sexy. Like, look at that. And I remember I um I had a man wash my hair and grease my scalp for me. I was like, oh. You said this wash before I got hair? locks. Yes, he washed my hair and greased my scalp for me. That was like the sexiest thing ever. Before I got locks, of course, but yes. He washed my hair. I got in the shower. He was like, come here. And I, yeah, I linked over. He washed it, conditioned it, combed it out, greased my scalp. And, you know, I was like, okay, okay. So, yeah. That's what's up. Grease the scalp, get in there and shit. Grease it and wash it. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's good shit right there. Yeah. So, couchers, come on, chime in with that. What, what is the sexiest thing a man or woman can do for you? 
besides sex that's the topic we on right now and great 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 fucking topic i still wanted to see where BC, bbc was going with it oh no you're not throwing those away we'll say those go go get your cucumbers and stuff getting on my nerves um but yes so chime in if you want i'll read it see what y'all talking about sexiest thing a man or woman can do for you besides sex and uh a man can't do shit for me either like when you was talking about a woman can't do shit for me i mean like yeah, a woman I mean, can't do a goddamn thing for me you know but and i don't want to say i don't want to say go get the money because that's so cliche but you know Definitely don't get uh, to me to me like that's that's like but that's almost like a given like i don't to me that's not sexy yeah. you would think you would think because no no because some people don't know how to go get them they don't know how to go and make money they don't go do that i guess they don't yeah they don't they don't go no to me <laughs> if you don't know how to make money on your own and you got to look for me to go get the money to me that's like to me, that's a that, that's a almost a loveless relationship. Like you only look yeah, for you me don't work, you don't eat. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, that's I grew up on that. Like shit. Like you know, you got to make ends meet. You feel me? Like, and then if you right. uh, this is my thing, and then if you not the and there's nothing wrong with not working. Don't get me wrong, because being a full time mom or taking care of the house full time is a job within itself. So doing that aspect while the other half is, you know, working or making the money or whatever, it's cool. I get that. That's a partnership. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would right. I, I would love to be a stay-at-home dad. You know what I'm saying? Because, right. listen, me and little mama, we get it in. We have a good time. Like, it's funny because Miss BBC was right. like, I talked to her like she my homie. Did she get on my nerves? Like, <laughs> shit. Like, but just being around her and having fun with her, like, I, I love that. So I, I could definitely be yeah. a stay-at-home dad. But... I don't have that luxury so you know i gotta gotta go right. you know make ends meet make sure the bills and everything is still good you feel me but i don't think to me like that's not a sexy thing like you able to go make money like you know yeah, i mean sexy. to me if, if you doing something you love or you passionate about what you do and you got a job that you actually you know uh growing in you know what i'm saying and not staying complacent in to me that's sexy you know what I'm saying? Because you're yeah, doing what you sure. need to do to, fur to further and better yourself. To me, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like getting right. promotions and, you know, like, and wanting to get promotions or switching, you know, shit at the company you at. Like to me, that's dope. Because like, yeah, if I, sure. if you know, you a go-getter. You are you about your business. You want to make yourself better as well. You know what I'm saying? So to right. me, that's sexy. You know, but just going to get money, like, eh, to me, you said, you said what? You said, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I mean, you know, anybody can do that shit, you know. So you know some people some people are lazy though. They don't know how to fend for themselves. There's a lot of men that want women to do for them or take care of them. They want to be taken care of. And vice versa. It's a lot of women that want to be taken care of. They don't want to go work. They don't want to go get money. They want everything handed to them. So that's so unattractive to me. Um mm -hmm. Even when I was like, I tried to be a stay at home mom when I was like my early 20s. I was with my kid's daddy. He wanted me to be a, a stay at home mom. And he took advantage of that like a like a motherfucker. He took advantage of that um, because he made all the money. So he, you know, he pulled the, oh, I make the money and I bought this and I did, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, hell no. I never, that, that know, I never let, yeah, I was like, I never let nobody else hit me with the okie doke with that again so i went and got a part-time job um you know 
because I'm like, I couldn't work full time because I still had to be, you know, somewhat a stay at home mom or whatever. So I went and got a part time mm -hmm. job because you weren't going to keep trying to throw that. I, you know, I pay this and I pay that and I do this and I do that. You weren't going to keep trying to throw that shit in my face. So I was like, yeah, now I got For a couple of dollars. I do something too. Yeah. <laughs> For me, that's a sucker right there. And I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. No man. That's and Chris sucker. Tucker sucker. That shit up in, yeah. If you're going to throw that shit up in somebody's <laughs> face, like, what the fuck? Like you know, I mean, to me, that's to that. I, I don't like that. that. That that ain't cool. That ain't cool. Well, it's, it's people that do that, you know. Yeah, no, it is. It that, is. It's people and I don't that understand do that. How I always be like, that's like, shitty. I don't know, motherfuckers can like jump house to house or jump girl to girl and all that shit just to be able to. I don't. I don't get it, man. Like I need my own. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. Yeah. You know, and out. People got other situations going on, but like I just I can't. No, because like if you if they get pissed at you, then where you go go? You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta get the fuck out. Yeah, like no, I'm cool on that. Man. Yeah, cool you gotta get that. the fuck out. Ain't no if ands or buts about it. You gotta go. That's they shit. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's they shit. Yeah. All right. Before we get out of here, I do want to do question of the week, though. All right. So this is the okay. question of the week. Chime in on this. I def I definitely want your opinion on this one. Okay. So here we go. Okay. So husband and wife are uh, going to see his daughter, all right? So his daughter, but husband and wife, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, 15 minutes before boarding, the wife goes to Starbucks at another terminal. Okay. Was he wrong for leaving her? Uh, I'm just like they going to see his daughter, right? Okay. She waits 15 minutes before boarding to go get Starbucks at another terminal. So it might have been Atlanta Airport or LAX. You know what I'm saying? You know how they right. got different terminals and shit, and you can go all the way over here and all that shit. And especially Atlanta, right. Atlanta, that's motherfuckers. But you go to and a he was already on board Starbucks, like you couldn't just get start 15 minutes before boarding. You know they about to board in the next five. Yeah. Well, and you wait to go get Starbucks. Now the question is, is he wrong for leaving her? Well, let me let me can I ask a question before I answer? Do you really want to answer a question? Ask a question, or you want to answer it and then get more information? Which one? <laughs> Did he call her before he left? Like, yo, where you at? We about to go. Did he at least like give her a heads up, or he just like fuck it? She ain't back. I'm out. <laughs> it's 15 minutes before boarding. Why should he? Have to, <laughs> why should he have to call her? You know, it's Did 15 minutes before boarding. But when you go to your like, ass to you another doing? terminal. Why wait 15 I, minutes? You supposed to get to the airport two hours before, so you at least sure. got there an hour and a half before. Why don't you go? Uh, like I would have left for the tickets an hour are not before boarding. Tickets is not refundable. I would have left. I'm gonna holler at you. But so I at least would have. Believing? No. Exactly. Tickets is not. They not refundable. Yep. <laughs> then come to find out. Here we go. I got some. I got some. I, I got some other shit. Uh, oh. My girlfriend then chimed in. She said she did that shit on purpose. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and this is the thing. 
This is not the first time this has happened. She did oh. it before when they was going to see his daughter. So he waited and missed the flight and didn't go see the daughter. So this time he was like, look, bitch, you now you really doing this shit on purpose. I don't care if you oh, like yeah. my daughter. You ain't got to like my daughter. I love my motherfucking daughter. So if you ain't want to go, you ain't got to go. Stay your ass at yeah. home. But what I'm going to do. Book the ticket. What I'm going to do is go see my motherfucking daughter. You're not going to wait 15 minutes before. I can see if you was running to the bathroom. Then I'm waiting. Like, hey, she went to the bathroom. Like, she didn't want to use the plane bathroom. Hold up. You know what I'm saying? She right here. But you going to another fucking terminal to get Starbucks? Knowing Starbucks take forever anyway? And I don't drink coffee. Right. But you wait 15 minutes before boarding to go to another terminal to go get Starbucks? Like, come on. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. And it wasn't the first time she did it. She definitely did that shit on purpose. Like, what ill will do you have towards my daughter that you want to act like this? Now, if you don't want to go, we ain't got to buy two tickets. I'll go by myself. Right. You waste the money. Girls weekend or whatever the fuck you want to do. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to see my daughter, but you're not about to, you know, you ain't about to stop me from going to see my daughter. You think this is a, a fucking game? Like, oh, now I'm going to wait for you again and miss my flight? That ain't happening. I'm going to see my motherfucking daughter. All right. Period. She in the Period. wrong for that. That's some trifling ass shit. This is my question now. So yeah, she what, dead what, in the wrong. Yeah. What should she, what should he do now? Should he get to the bottom of this and see what the fuck is going on with her? And maybe yeah. it might be grounds for a split up or a, like a break or a divorce. Like, you got me fucked up. My kid is always my kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? He should, like, get, he should definitely get to the bottom of it because you got to ask some questions like, why are you always doing this? You know what I'm saying? I Like, what's the problem? What's the issue? You know what I mean? It, this ain't the first or the second time you done did this when it come time to see her. If you don't want to go, let me know because I ain't about to keep wasting money buying fucking tickets and I can get a one ticket and you can stay your ass here. So, we, you know what I mean? That could be what the fuck it is. I don't think it's grounds for a divorce, but you ain't got to motherfucking go. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to go. Stay right. your ass here, right. period, point blank. But I'm going because that's my daughter. I'm going, you know what I mean, right regardless. Out. And if you my wife, you should at least suck it up, whatever the issue is, and, you know, do what the hell you need to do before we go because we supposed to be a unit. You know what I mean? We supposed to move together. When I move, you move. If it was the other way around, I'd be going to see your little big head ass son. <laughs> hey, like you said, when but, I move, you move just like that. Yeah. We a unit. We supposed to be a unit. So when I'm, you know what I mean? This is your daughter too. You, whatever, you probably ain't got to like her or you probably don't like the mom. Ain't no telling why she do that. Sometimes we as women could be so petty about stupid shit. And I know somebody that acts like that. If it's not about them and their kids that they got with this person, they do everything to prevent that person from going to see the other children that they have before they got with her. And I said, that's so petty. It's their kids. You know what I'm saying? their kids why would you ever stop anybody from being a dad or being a parent in their other child's life that's petty as fuck and because she didn't want to you know she didn't want to go she was like oh well fuck it i guess maybe she thought that he was gonna stay with her and miss the flight and not go like he did last time he was like not this time (laughs) so fuck her 
No, I, I mean, you absolutely right. Cause like, that's crazy to me. Like you shouldn't be doing that and putting that person in that predicament to where they have right. to lose a flight. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. Air Red chimed in and said, I mean, hell no, he's not wrong. Uh, my girl Lisa also chimed back in and said, uh, hold on, I can't see it now because the fucking computer want to act up. Um, Air Red also said, exactly. And then it should be put on the table that kids before you came along are to be respected and accepted. And if there's an issue right. with that, then get up from the table because your home should be harmony you ain't got to like them but treat them right and respect them absolutely right ed absolutely yeah. right yes and then my girl said but what uh but but what could even be a good reason the daughter already exists and obviously part of the deal absolutely correct like, cause there's no way right. you should really get mad at somebody for wanting to go see they 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 kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, right. that don't make right. no sense. You feel me? Like, yeah. So, yeah. So that, that was my question of the week. Uh, before we get out of here, I want one more thing. So I know the holidays is coming up. You got Christmas uh, next week. Then you got New Year's the week after. That does anybody have any? Um, uh, what am I looking for? The word the, like rituals, Christmas or, gifts, uh, <laughs> not even uh, traditions or whatever that they do. Just like traditions. There we go. I, I was lost. I don't. I couldn't think of traditions for the day <laughs> of my life. Does anybody have any traditions that they used to do, or that they are doing, or that they are starting? I would. I would love to hear about that. So. Uh, Air Brand mm. said, uh, NW, I don't know what that means. If she disrespect, uh, disrespectful to the wife, everybody needs to be at the table. Yes, you're right, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. but does anybody have any, really traditions have any traditions they traditions. are starting or continuing? Um, I don't really have any, but I know, like, in rest None? of peace to my grandma, my family, we cook every year like you know what i'm saying my grandmother was real big on getting together but we we grew up on eating sunday dinners every sunday so my mom cooks every sunday and we all usually we used to all get together for sunday but now everybody's so spread out we don't do it so sunday is the day before christmas so i'll probably more than likely be at my mom's house eating sunday dinner um that's just a tradition but for the most part i don't really we don't have anything that we necessarily do my grandmother wasn't big on holidays, like as far as like the whole, like, you know, tree thingy, whatever. She was more focused on getting together with your family. So that means like just spending time with each other. So I don't, we don't have any type of traditions, but I do want to start some now that I got grandkids because I don't really do the whole tree thingy and all of that type of That's thing. So you know, that my grandkids are old enough to, you know, like really open up presents. I do kind of want to start some i don't know where or what i'm gonna do but i'm gonna get back to you on that one i don't know because i i just i'm not a big holiday person i don't do the whole costumes okay. and all that type of thing okay. i just like to get together with That's my what's people, up. enjoy some food <laughs> And, and that, that's my biggest thing is just being around family and enjoying family. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, one of our big yeah. traditions, like Christmas Eve, we would go to my grandmother's house, which my mom was my mom's mom. 
Uh, but mm-hmm. my, my, my grandmother's no longer with us. Both of my parents are gone too. So like all my traditions mm-hmm. kind of went out the window. Uh, but right. I would love to kind of make a new tradition with little mama, but yeah, I don't, I don't, like I like I don't know what to do. Like, you know, like I, I let her open one present on Christmas Eve. That's been a tradition that uh we used to do as mm-hmm. kids. So I kind of continued that one. So that's one that I do. Uh Ed chimed in, she said on Christmas Eve, mines for my kids was new PJs and hot cocoa with whipped cream sprinkles and a huge peppermint stick in the cup. And uh, I'm sure you always okay. take pictures and put them on the uh, put them on Facebook. That's one thing I, I hate. I hate seeing. I love everybody, but I hate seeing the matching pajamas and taking the pictures and throwing it <laughs> on Facebook. It was just too many last Christmas. It too is. Many. It is like the matching. Pajamas. I think I want to do that. Though. And the crazy part about it is, I. You said you don't want to. No, I think I want to do that with my grandkids and like do movies okay. and cookies and make like a bunch of desserts and stuff, you know, probably I, do I that. that. Like watch a bunch of holiday that, movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. You can do but, that with little mama. Watch a bunch of like cute little movies. Yeah. We, we do movie cookies. night through the week. We do a lot of that. Like uh, last night we watched. Yeah. The, but the Christmas movies. Team. Christmas movies that. though. We can, we can probably watch a movie uh for christmas or whatever uh but the matching pajamas is funny because i seen a <laughs> big set and a little set at sam's club the other day and i was like i should be ignorant as fuck and do do that just to fuck with people because i was talking so much shit about it last year and i was like man yeah. i'm not doing the matching pajamas shit and taking pictures but um but we yeah we could probably do a little christmas movie because we all we always have movie night though you know that and that'd be fun. She'd be like, turn the lights off, get the popcorn, daddy. And we'll sit there and watch the movies. Like we we just watched uh the first Incredibles because she wanted to watch Incredibles too. But I'm like, you can't watch the second one without watching the first one. I'm one of those people. Right. So we watched the right. first one. She watched the entire movie, didn't fall asleep. And then last night we watched part two. Entire right. movie. Uh Air Bread said, now it's what I do for my grands. And then she said said and every year i buy myself two pairs of mickey mouse pjs one for christmas eve and one for christmas day and yes i love mickey mouse ain't nothing wrong with m-i-c-k-e-y-m-o-u-s-e uh kt hey kt she said okay i'm back what's up i gave you flowers because you held me down at the beginning of the year me and my co-hosts and uh just just being you you know what i'm saying so big shout out to you kt uh so all right y'all it's that time man time to wrap up the last episode of the what about crazy funny fucked Uh, up news uh i ain't doing that this week Uh, i know that i I mean i'll bring it back to the crazy fun or fucked up like actually it's it's been been, listen it it do be it, it do be all of those but I, I took a kind of step back from it. You know what I'm saying? I've been trying to keep the episodes okay. a little shorter. Um, and I bring it back. I bring it back next year. I, I definitely will. Cause that's something I like to do too. But um, so okay. it, it is the last, last episode of the year. And you already know, I'm never, I'm never getting rid of the clothes. Well, mama. <laughs> is she ready? Shauna Elizabeth, 
because she kept asking me when I'm doing that part. You ready? <laughs> Come on, where you going? She said, yeah. So, something you can ponder on <laughs> until the next time you see us on just therapy the podcast on Fi. Uh we'll be back at the beginning of the year, but here's your close to close out 2023. Something for you to ponder on. Ponder on. Oh. All right, here we go. So attitude is the I read it one more, more time and you can break it down for us concrete but attitude is the little thing that makes a big difference go and break that down for us concrete your phone was going out you got to say it again attitude is what i know it's kind of acting up yeah he said attitude is what okay here we go i know it's, it's here we go attitude is the little thing that makes a big difference Ooh. Did you get it this time? Well, your attitude is everything. Yeah, your attitude. I, I think your attitude is definitely everything. How you show up to people is how people perceive you. So you definitely want to make sure that you come in with the right type of energy and attitude, so that folks can get the full experience of you. That's what I think. Absolutely. And I apologize for the technical difficulties at the end of the damn episode. It's crazy. Yeah, it's messing up. We was doing good. All day, and I don't know what's the fuck going on with my computer. Now I want to start messing up. Doing great. Uh, I'm thinking about to take my computer in and see what the hell's going on. Uh, So, Concrete, thanks for coming on the couch. I appreciate you joining us, even though Miss BBC fell off after the uh, commercial break. But it was definitely a fun conversation besides sex. That was a great convo. And just, you know, getting into your past (laughs) and see how you got, uh, you know, in the poetry game and all that. I appreciate you coming on the couch for real. Oh, for sure. Anytime, anytime. And I'm going to get you over the flyer, too. Did it come through? So. No, I'm gonna get you to over the flyer so that you can pass it along to her. Yeah, give me the flyer and I'll put I I promote it on the on the show. You already know what it is. Oh yeah, get, get for it to sure. me soon Thank so you. I can I I promote it every episode up until it happens. So I'm gonna you know, have it as soon as we done. <laughs> oh, all day, all day. My my pleasure. My pleasure and hopefully hopefully uh i can make it to them you know so hopefully i can make it to this one i'm gonna make it to one of them i promise and then maybe i might let me be blessed to my with y'all you know so absolutely we'll love to have you you know 
even though we're having a little technical difficulties at the end. But uh, hopefully y'all hear this because th to me, this is the important part of the show. Uh, listen, we got Christmas and New Year's coming up. I said this during Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. This could be somebody's last Christmas or last New Year's with you. Please stop taking life for granted, y'all. Love on your people. Please love on your people. Look out for your people and enjoy that time with them because you never know in a blink of an eye that shit can all change. So love on your people. Enjoy your people. Make some memories. Have some laughs and enjoy the holidays, y'all. And I hope that came through while the computer all messing up and shit. It did. Great, great. All right. So, Concrete, thank you so much. We about to get out of here before this shit already freeze and all black out on us or something. But listen, thank you so much for coming to the couch. Happy New Year to everybody. Merry Christmas to everybody. Celebrate the real reason for the season. And God willing, I will see y'all on the other side of the New Year. Amen. Peace. Yeah. Peace. KT said it came through. So peace. And as always, one thing you can never get back is time. And I got to thank you for spending your time on the couch with us, especially all of 2023. So thank you so much. Love y'all. Peace, blessings, all that good stuff. And I see you on the other side. God willing, we out. Peace.